0: you need indeed.
1: I'm going to give you all some insight. I don't know if it was ESPN, TNT, so I'm just going to put them both together because I want to point out one. We were doing the halftime. No one watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they had a great first half. They're just looking at the stat sheet. Like, how many times have Shaq got caught sleeping? <laughs> 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 like, you know, Dwayne, Wade, Candace, Parker, they be catching him sleep. When y'all think He's sleeping. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Josiah Johnson, and in this edition of Heat Check, we are breaking down the conference semifinals, which chipped off Sunday. First things first, got to head out to Boston. First game of the doubleheader, the Bucks took game one of the series without Chris Middleton, who sprained his knee in game two of the first round against the Bulls. Gil, this is a pretty impressive win for the Bucs, 101 89. Giannis dropped a triple double 24 13 12. Tatum and Brown struggled on their side, 10 for 31 from the field. Do you think that they had a little bit of a hangover from, you know, sweeping the nets and were Celtics fans feeling themselves a little too much?
1: To be honest, I was having a hangover. <laughs> so I missed the whole game. I'm not even gonna lie. I missed the whole it's Boston versus Milwaukee, no Middleton. I figured it was gonna be a boring game. In looking at the score, it was boring. Um I was impressed though when I looked at the stat sheet to see that, you know, Tatum and Brown was contained. You know, I didn't think without Middleton that they can contain those two from putting up big numbers, but um, I guess when you shoot 51 threes, I think like, was it 13 for 51 from a three-point line? He basically contained yourself at that point. Um, so just keeping them from scoring, uh, Milwaukee, you know, it's like Milwaukee did what, I don't even think Milwaukee played a great game to win it, it's just Boston didn't shoot the ball well. Yeah, and that's what I think kind of the general consensus
2: was. You know, they held the Bucks 101 points, only put up eighty nine on their side. At one point late in the game, Brad Stevens could be seen in his uh suite. He dipped out kind of just in disgust. But when you look at the squad, uh were they were they feeling themselves a little too much after sweeping the nets? And do you think, you know, this you know, Bucks fans are, are super confident right now. Uh, you know, my pops who's obviously a color commentator for Bucks, he tweeted that this wasn't a steal of game one. You know, coaching experience was a huge key for the Bucks. When you look at uh, Boone versus Emei Adoka in his first playoff foray, got the easy sweep. Do you think that that's going to really,
1: you know, be an issue in this series moving forward? You know, I always thought game one is usually the easiest for a road team to steal because that's more pressure on the home team. The home team has to win game one. So to me, game one is usually the easiest one to steal because there's more nerves and there's more um, psychological uh, warfare on the the home team to secure that win. Um, So, you know, Buck's still in game one seems like the easiest one to steal game two boss is going to be better prepared. And I think that's going to be a blowout.
2: So we saw Giannis 24, 13, like I mentioned, he had the triple double also went full team Mac with the, the alley-oop off the backboard to himself. When you look around the league, Bucks fans were in my mentions, they were calling you out. They said they need to hear, you know, Gil speak on it. When you look at Giannis now, has he established himself? Is he the best player in the league right now?
1: As, you. Know, uh... It's hard to say best. I, he 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 plays – I love the way he plays the game. It's like it's just one of those guys you just can't hate on. He just plays hard. Like it's just one of those guys, that old school mentality, just go out there and just play as hard as you can. But he has skill. You know, he has skill. He has talent. And, you know, I don't know if he. you can say he's the best player in the league, but top two, top, top three for sure, top three if somebody puts him in the top like he should be in everyone's top 5 you know what i mean he should be in everyone's top 5 just period because you don't want to go against him <laughs> you know if he's on if he's on the opposing team because you know worst case scenario he's going to have 24 12 and 13 like he was held he was held tonight he was held tonight that's the sad part like when giannis is being giannis he's 4550 there's nothing you can do with the guy um, and he's going to have one of those games this series. So the big – that He had a triple-double, and he was contained. I mean, the biggest knock on, on Giannis in years past
2: has been that he don't have a bag. But when you look at this dude now, he's making threes more consistently. He's getting jumpers. He's getting to the cup. He's scoring at all three levels. Are you impressed at just the way he continues to develop his
1: game? He, is, he doesn't have an offensive package, meaning, like, you know, the ideal – of, you know, mid-range game, a post-up game, an in-and-out type of game, somebody you can count on. You know, like, he just knows how to just get it done. You know, he's just one of those players. Like, you, you he just gets it done. There's really, there's really no more. We should just throw away the whole concept of he doesn't have this. Well, he has something no one else has. <laughs> he plays hard. He loves the game, and he plays it with like he plays it with love and energy you know there's that it seems like that's harder to contain than having just natural skill of an ability of the the score
2: I mean we're talking about a dude who's damn near seven feet though he's going coast to coast he has a, a little bit you know what I'm saying he's kind of to me like a bigger version of Bron. obviously left less guard skills less handle, but the dude you know he can get to the cup, and it's not like he's just you know in years past when we see these type of dudes that all he might have had is like a post game. Giannis got, I mean, mm-hmm. from where he where he's where he started the league to where he is now, and even you know, we had Larry Sa- Sanders on the pod recently, and even him talking about just that dog he had in him always and that willing to learn and grow. I mean, it is it time for him just to take over and if he wins the championship this year, are you ready to bow down and submit to the Bucs that Giannis is the most dominant player in the world? Fine.
1: <laughs> like, I, like, I, like it's it's the Bucks, the just the name the Bucks kills me. It's just the it's just the Bucs, it's just the name. Like I love I love I love Greek. I mean, you know, I, I think what Greek brings to the game is just different. It's just Milwaukee, bro. It's, it's
2: Milwaukee. Milwaukee goes back to back though.
1: We got we got to, you know, cuz listen, if Milwaukee goes back to back, you know, it, they got to they, they get to say we're the new LA. And I can't say nothing about that. Okay. We're gonna
2: hold you to that. I gotta make sure we got we got the clip. So I know Bucks fans is gonna really lock in on this clip and we're gonna see it all over social media if it ends up panning out. But let's shift it out west or or a little bit less east, because uh, you know, I was just out in Memphis for the Iverson Classic. Uh very interesting city. I'll just say that. John Morant pulled up to the game on Saturday, was hitting the gritty, watching kind of the future of, uh, of the generation. <laughs> then then Stephen the Buck uh Steph and the uh and then Stefan the Warriors came in, hit the gritty on the the Grizzlies got that 117-116 win. So let's talk, first and foremost, the biggest story of the game. Draymond Green getting ejected in the second quarter. Flagrant, two Goes Antonio Brown as he leaves the, the arena, kind of stirring up the Grizzlies crowd. Gil, was that the right call?
1: Um, at first, I just thought it was a foul. Then it's like, okay, he's pulling him down. Maybe a flagrant one. Um, Then I guess... The hard foul in the face, plus the grab, it's still a flagrant one. You know, I I don't, I don't see flagrant two. But then you got to add Draymond Green. You know, (laughs) this is what Draymond does. You know, so I think he gets, he got penalized more because of his name than the the action itself. Um, Because there was no reaction. Like if I'm the ref, you get hit in the face, you get pulled down. Nothing happened. There was no. There was no fight. There was no jump up. There was none of that. It was just okay. Foul. Lay on the floor a little bit. Refs go, you know, go to the decision making. So I'm I'm more of what was the aftermath type of person. There was no aftermath. Flagrant one. So Draymond
2: obviously very vocal, very outspoken. Has his own podcast with Volume Sports. He went on his podcast, the Draymond Green Show, after the game to share his perspective on the ejection. So I'm going to ask you, Gil do you think you'd be better or worse off if you had a podcast while you were playing?
1: I did have, um, it wasn't, it wasn't podcasting, but a, a, a form of social media then, you know, but it was once every week, um, on NBA.com. Um, you got the blog. There was a blog back yeah, then. Yeah, But you couldn't, First, you wasn't was, going yes. on
2: right away, right after games
1: and getting your blog. On. Yeah. So was, was going on right away. Um, I don't know, you know, I was more media savvy anyway, so um, the shit talking would have been real, (laughs) the the shit talking would have been real, I think I would have just been more exciting, it would have just been more excitement to the game, more excitement towards that series and every matchup, Um, you know, I wasn't saying nothing, you know, dumb in the media during, you know, during those matchups. I never really got sidetracked with the, 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 media always gave them, you know, nice quotes. Um, I remember I used one of LeBron's um, um, slogans against him We're all just witnesses had to, had everybody laughing, you know, so I don't think I would have been bad, you know, during that era because, you know, I was smart enough to understand, you know, push it, but don't push it too much.
2: All right. Well, that's your focus to Clay Thompson, you know, Clay comeback season He hit a big three to put the Warriors ahead by one, but then had two free throws with 6.7 seconds left in the game. Tricked them both off. They went on to win, but are you surprised that Clay missed both those shots?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm very surprised. It's Klay Thompson. But uh, there's, I'm going to say this, you know, um, I know there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people right now not liking Klay. Woo, Clay is a... He's won it. He's won it because the spread was minus two. (laughs) (laughs) The spread was minus two, Golden State. And he got the two free throws. That was going to push it up three. Everybody's celebrating because Clay's at the free throw line. And he missed them both. A lot of people lost a lot of money.
2: <laughs> so what you tell me? Warriors fans may be happy they won the game, but a lot of them who who bet on that spread are a little little bit yeah. heated
1: right now. Oh yeah, a lot of people. Oh, they, they listen. They happy they won the game. A lot of bookies is mad. Clint Thompson missed those two free throws. <laughs> but then you know, I was I was surprised because I was like, my son was like, why is he shooting so fast? I was like, that's just how he shoots. I said, that's just that's, 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 that's how he shoots. I mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you're going to get on clay for the the misses, you got to give him the praise for hitting that 3, you know, late in the
1: game. Yeah, that's what I, said. I don't you, you can't, you know, you can't it it he missed them, yeah, but they won the game. You know, so it it's not like it cost them the game. Um it worked out. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, it's he don't have to beat himself up too much about it. You know, um they won. You know, they're 1-0. You know, I'm pretty sure a person like him, he went back to the gym, shot another 500,000 free throws. And before the next game, he's going to have about a thousand free throws under his belt. But, you know, it happens. Like, people don't realize, like, it happens. Just something just, (laughs) just, it just, you just glitch. You just glitch for no reason.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search
2: So you, he just glitched. You've been in that spot, before, and that's the thing. I think you have a you have a very unique perspective on the situation. You've been in that spot before, but I don't think anybody would say you're not clutch. Like to you, so to your point, these things just happen.
1: Yeah. yeah so like uh, like the, the one I missed the ones against uh, Braun. I, I'm on a comeback. Like like I hit the like we were down. It was like a really close game. I'm hitting every big shot after big shot, and we were down three. We're like five, six seconds left, and I hit the three at the buzzer to get us to overtime. Just I just fell flat in overtime. And then just somehow tricked those two free throws off. Felt great. <laughs> Felt great. It was just one of those, like, when I look back at it, like, what was I thinking?
2: I don't How long after that moment, obviously, Clay's in a different perspective because they won the game, but how long after that moment are you thinking about it, and when do you kind of finally get over it?
1: Oh no 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 no. As soon as the arena emptied, I went back and shot two 2000 free throws. 1000 2000 free throws. Wow. I was not going to let free throws hunt me in the summer. I even because I remember was it uh Nick Anderson? Was it Nick Anderson who missed the free throws that that fucked my uh my, my Orlando up? Um and he was never the same after that. I didn't I didn't know if that was a mental thing. I didn't know what happened. So I even went to um that summer I went to a guy named Frank um, out in San Fran who does uh, military training and all that just to work on my mental, just to make sure ain't nothing up in here, you know, you know, off a little bit. So um, I worked with him, you know, doing the whole mental thing. And, you know, I came back, and that's when I was breaking all those records. All the game winners came that following season. All the, um, the free – you know, I beat like three teams with free throws, hit the game winner, the 51. That That was that year, the following year.
2: So I know I know you're still rocking with the Warriors, I think. But did the Grizzlies show you anything that they even have just a chance to make this a series and, and even win it potentially? Um,
1: as long that you know Memphis is going to move his jaws moving, you know what he does when he has that ball, um, it gets everybody else open. You know if you look at the beginning of the game, you know. He makes his first three. And I was like, uh oh. And he was, uh, my son was like, hell yeah. And I was like, nah, uh oh. I'm going to say, uh oh, because that means he's going to shoot another one. You know, he makes the first one, that means he's going to shoot another one. He shot and made it. And my son was like, fire. And I was like, that's not a good thing. He was like, why? And I said, because he generates offense for them. When he drives, those guys aren't creators. They're shooters, so they're gonna get open. So the more he makes threes, the more he wants to take them. The less stagnant that offense is, and that's what ended up happening. I think the first first six first six shots by them was threes by Memphis. The first six shots by Memphis was threes into um, John Morant. I guess got a back door and 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 had a, a left hand layup. You know, but sometimes you know you know when certain guys who don't have really good shooting percentage just start making shots they want to rely on him. but you know towards the end of the game he got to his his bread and butter does what he does best
2: all right so let's shift it out to Sixers heat series obviously Embiid gonna be out at least the first couple games there's been some rumors and rumblings that he may make a return at some point in the series with the janky eye but I need your knee-jerk reaction looking at this Sixers heat series obviously Jimmy Butler been battling some injuries as well who is winning this series
1: yeah. <laughs> before the playoffs start but listen, before the playoffs started, bro, I said that uh Philly only had two teams to get out of the first round. Other than that, they done. They're not getting out of this round, they done. They done. Wouldn't be, they done.
2: <laughs> For sure. So, you know, let's move it on to the West. Suns and Mavs. D got the, the janky hamstring. We got Luca who was who, battling injuries early on. Do the Mavs have a chance in this series?
1: Mm, I mean, Luka's gonna do what Luca's do. It's gonna make it. It's gonna. It's gonna be a great, great guard series. Um, I don't think anyone has Dallas coming out, so I'm not even gonna pretend that they 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 have a chance. You know, even if they make it a series. Mm, we, we all want to see it. We want to see Phoenix versus uh, um, uh, Golden State Warriors. You know, so um, Grizzlies has a better chance beating Golden State than Dallas does beating Suns. So they both don't have no goddamn shot. <laughs> and Gilford,
2: i let you go. Just gotta tell you, we appreciate you see you in the whip right now, but you're wearing the seatbelt, practicing safety, had to pull over, you know, had to get this out there for the hey, people. Yeah. The fans needed it, so you, you delivered, you you pulled over on the side of the road and made this show happen. So we just <laughs> want to let you know that we appreciate
1: you. Yeah, man, I had to pull I had to uh, pull out one of my plies moments, man. Parking lot, you know, park, parking lot chronicles. And you know, I get it, <laughs> get in the car and get the talking. But, um, but yeah, you know, the, you know the first the first couple games, I'm 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 mad I missed. You know, I'm mad I was still sleeping on the first Bucks games. But uh, you know, I got to watch the full Warriors game. Um, I, I I'm I'm not watching the Miami game.
2: You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I pre- hey, look, I appreciate the honesty. There's a lot of media out there. You know, I, I know you're a former Hooper, probably don't even consider yourself media, but a lot of people out there who aren't watching the game either, but they're just out here talking anyway. So we got to get a fan.
1: Listen, on. listen, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to give you all some insight. I I, I did, it was after my playoff series. Um, I don't know if it was ESPN, TNT, so I'm just going to put them both together because I don't want to point out one. Um, We were doing the halftime. No one watched the game. None of them. They in the back. Around talking on the phone, doing this sheet and shit. Get on there, and then you know you hear the little answers, little study sheet, and then you just yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you know they had a great first half. They're just looking at the stat sheet. They did not actually watch the game, and I was just laughing like, what? the, Y'all didn't watch none of this shit. And that's that's how it be. <laughs> that's why sometimes that's why sometimes they sound so off. It's because they didn't actually watch, they wasn't watching the game. They're just looking at the stats, getting a little playback by the the producer or whatever. Yeah, you're out there
2: exposing it, exposing the the secrets of the game. But, you know, this was another edition.
1: Listen, you you do guys sit, like, how many times have Shaq got caught sleeping? (laughs) So like, know. You know, Dwayne Wade, Candace Parker—they be catching him sleep. When y'all think he's sleeping, <laughs> he's, sleeping. he's taking it. He's taking it in. He's taking it in the audio the he's just sleep. They wake up like, "Hey man, yeah man, Grizzlies. They but they didn't play well as hell." And that's what we do. You know what I mean? Fake it till you make it. We right, got. It. But as you know, you know, some people are just more inter- just for entertainment, and I think that's what um, you know. Like that. That's what I said. I love Chuck and and Shaq. I do not listen to them for facts you know the the you know i just listen to them. They're, they're entertaining they're they're amazing those guys are that's what they're there for um you know so like i'm gonna say it you know listen cuz you're gonna ask me about the game what happened in Miami Philly i'm going to give you a good answer but i'm not watching that sorry ass i'm not watching it <laughs> i'm not watching it I, like if I, if i see if i go to halftime and james Harden has about 20 something then i might tune in other than that, eh. Miami's defense. Miami defense is too good, and I think they're going to shut down Maxie and Harden, and then it's going to be a boring game.
2: We're going to see if Harden's cooking. Now you got to you got to turn it on. We got
1: to. Oh, if he's, oh, no no no! If he's getting a zit zit zit. zit you know fillet. Oh yeah, I'm going to watch. Oh,
2: well, We appreciate you, Gil. So this has been another edition of Heat Check with the No Chill Podcast. We'll be back with more very soon.
1: Does that shirt say these nuts? Well it does.